Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Hope you had a great weekend. Man, it went by fast. Jeez. Just I, the time thing is amazing to me because something has happened here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. Yeah? Yeah. And people try, ah, it's just because you're older. No, no, it isn't. Because young people have this perception as well. So I think something's happened. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You're saying that um, even 24 hours isn't 24 hours anymore? Yeah, it's been sped up somehow. I wouldn't put it's it past changed. 2020 to pull that uh, yeah, off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what the deal is, but uh, something's not right. Something's ever slightly off. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, got a new bingo card, so that, that makes the world a little bit more right. Uh, if we start in the upper left-hand corner, it's Alex. Well, okay, this is a, an audio clip, obviously. Oh. Oh. And when it's the audio clip, it doesn't matter if we say it, right? It's got to be the audio. Right. When can we take some calls, Ivan? Whenever we want. Do we, do we, do we have calls, calls that are on yet? there now? No calls, calls yet. No, no calls, calls yet. Calls yet. Uh-huh. What number do people call to get on the air? I mean, do we have that number? <laughs> it's right there. It's right do there. Do I have a call number in front of, in front of, of me? Oh, I'm so stupid. sorry. Stupid. Are you blind? Uh, I'm so sorry. That's interesting. That's interesting. 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 We have any calls yet there, Ivan? Boy. <laughs> no calls. Let's read some more about Scientology. I love it, man. I Is can't get Sean it Sean Hannity a Scientologist? Alec Baldwin. Posing the big questions tonight here. Yeah. Uh, do we have any calls here? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. None. Boy, it's just incredible. It sure is. Time was not flying by for not that for man at that no. moment. <laughs> he feels like he's still in it right now. As a matter of fact, that's how bad that was. Yeah. Uh, from Jeffy. It's symbolic. Uh, still in Bible territory. Mm. Now that's this does not say it's the audio, but oh yeah. Uh, okay. Well, probably should. Be, but it's right? uh, the pastor Jeremiah, right? Yeah. Right. I'm still in Bible country. country. I'm still in the text. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then there's uh, a shout it out across that chasm. Israel. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then there's uh, I hate every last iota of a cracker. I hate white people. All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Every last iota of a cracker. I hate it. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. Uh, have you seen this? Did you, did you read about this? Did you read about this? Did you read about this in the paper? Kevin? That's a crazy bingo square, Jay. <laughs> then we've got uh, Yoda. No. no. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, followed by uh, this particular clip. Mm-hmm. Birds aren't real. Something we very recently discovered. Mm-hmm. That uh, 12 billion birds were murdered. And replaced with drones. That's pretty so tragic. That surveil you. It's really sad. You think that would have sad. made the news more? You would but. think so, but mm. no. I uh, got Jeffy talking about eating bugs. Yeah, something he loves. Then uh, Jeffy talking about a show or movie he watched. <laughs> That's a free square. Yeah. Uh, this from Joe Biden. I mean, you got the first sort of sort of mainstream African American. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who is yeah. articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's a storybook, man. That's a storybook, man. Yeah. When are we gonna get that VP announcement? By the way. Uh, now they're saying maybe next week, what? second week in August. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know. Alrighty. Also, a uh, certain je ne sais quoi <laughs> is our middle square. Uh, we have this, the rim shot. Also, the phrase, right there, <laughs> had my cross surgically removed, Man. but stupid, 
<laughs> uh, Barack Obama, the police acted stupidly. Uh, I don't know all the facts, mm -hmm. but, but that, that the Cambridge police uh, acted stupidly. You know, <laughs> that's where the disrespect for law enforcement started, I contend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was more than once. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just probably the most obvious and egregious. Uh, Jeffy talk, talks about uh, my my podcast is free today only. Can guarantee it'll be free uh, tomorrow, but today it's free. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> movie voice, movie trailer voice. <clears throat> In a world. Nice. And we have uh, the Angel Choir. Sounds a little something like this. We need more of that in our lives. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be good things in order yeah, for that to happen. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to have opportunities. Yeah, it makes it difficult. <laughs> uh, Keith, let me noodle that out. Mm -hmm. I'm a pass. <laughs> uh, mean Streets of Helena, spoken of. And uh, this from the lovely Al Sharpton. They're all giddy about a shutdown. <laughs> so great. All right, so that's uh, that's the bingo card. It's uh, right. it's uh, posted, good stuff, pinned, if you will, to the top of the Twitter page, right? Yep, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Wonderful. Uh, all right, then we dive into the uh, meat and potatoes of what's going on in this country, and most yeah. of it's not very good. Although we're going to start out with uh, something from Charles Barkley. Sometimes this guy is great. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it was a few months ago, but it, I was. A little surprised because it was so irritating. Something he said. But this, you know, if people don't kneel, they're not a bad person. Mm. Thank you for that, Charles. Thank you. The thing is, he said, the national anthem means different things to different people. I'm glad these guys are all unified. But if people don't kneel, they're not a bad person. I want to make that perfectly clear. I'm glad they had unity. But if we have a guy that doesn't want to kneel or the national anthem means something to him, he should not be vilified. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, absolutely. He also had a message for, for leagues where he said, you know, I think it's a dangerous, slippery slope. America is hurting right now. The pandemic is ruining so many lives. These people ain't got no jobs. They're not going to get their jobs back. They got to worry if school's going to start now. Mm -hmm. I know this stuff is important and significant, but some of these people are just, can I please just watch basketball or baseball or hockey? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And boy, it uh, was a fun weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NBA player Jonathan Isaac. Good for him, this guy. Stood. Yeah. It's news now when somebody stands for the national anthem. How how sad is that? That that's a big breaking story. Somebody actually stood up during the national anthem in is the NBA. Is that angel choir worthy? Oh, I think it is. Okay. It's somebody, Jonathan Isaac, <laughs> stood during the national anthem. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for respecting this country. Oh man. And it, you know. Such a small thing, but right now it means a lot. It means a whole heck of a lot. Thank you, Jonathan Isaac. Uh, did he explain himself? I I hope he uh, told us why he would take such a controversial stance. <laughs> he did. Absolutely. I believe that Black Lives Matter. Um, a, lot, a lot went into my decision, and, and part of it is, first off, um, is, is, is my thought that you know kneeling or wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt um, don't go hand in hand with supporting Black Lives. Mm. And so um, I wow. feel like just me personally, um, and what it is that I believe in, standing on a stance that um, 
I do believe that Black Lives Matter, but I, I just felt like it was the decision that I had to make, and, and I, I didn't, um, you know, feel like putting putting that shirt on and, and kneeling you know, one hand in hand with um, supporting Black Lives, or that it, it made me support Black Lives or not. I believe that you know, for myself, my, my my life has been supported um, through the gospel, mm. Jesus Christ, and, and that everyone is made in the image of God, and that we all fall short of God's glory. And yeah. That, uh, you know, each and every one of us, each and every day, do things that we shouldn't do. We say things that we shouldn't say. You know, we hate and we, we dislike people that we shouldn't hate and dislike. Right. Um, and, and sometimes it gets into a point where we point fingers about whose evil is worse. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that comes down to simply whose evil is is most visible. Wow. So um, I felt like I wanted to just take a stand. Kind of deep. I feel like we all make mistakes, but I think that uh-huh. the gospel of Jesus Christ is that there's grace for us. And that Jesus came and died for our sins, and that if we all Bless you. come to an understanding of that and understand that God wants to have mm. a relationship with us. Pause it for a second. Is he speaking to us from space? Yeah, he is actually. Is that, <laughs> he just, was um, right before the SpaceX capsule okay. came down. Yeah, he was up he there went with up Bob there and Doug and made this made the announcement because you can't make that kind of announcement. You can't make that no. kind of declaration on the planet. No. You got to be here. in orbit. You yeah. have to be in orbit. Ooh. And so that's why it's so noisy and what weird. What's happening with that noise? <laughs> it's just crazy. All right, let's see the rest of this because this is awesome. You can pass all the things in our world that are mm. messed up, jacked up. Um, I think when you look around, racism isn't the only thing that, that, that plagues our society. Right. Um, that Correct. plagues our nation, that plagues our world. And I feel like, you know, coming together on that message that we want to get past not only racism, but everything that that, that, that that plagues this other society mm-hmm. i feel like the answer to it is is the gospel just and, incredible and that's why i'm coming to you from spacex from space. right now right <laughs> I, actually if i was on earth somebody might take a pot shot at right. me so i thought i'd go to safety uh-huh. and make this uh, little announcement i'll be back for tip-off jeez uh, <laughs> yeah that's great uh, i mean there was some deep thought that went into this yeah so that was that was friday night Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then, of course, uh, Yahoo Sports takes exception to him. I'm telling uh, you, man. It, standing up. Yahoo Sports <clears throat> overnight has become the social justice sports section on as far as apps go. I, I don't know what has happened. And the uh, the headline, Jonathan Isaac's protest could have been applauded if his explanation wasn't nonsense. What? I thought that was... What? It was, dry. A, it was a great explanation. It was very mature. What do you mean nonsense? Orlando Magic forward Jonathan Isaac felt so compelled to work his way into the loophole. A black player doing the unthinkable of sorts, refusing to kneel during Friday's national anthem and eschewing the Black Lives Matter shirt all the players have been warming up in during the restart at Walt Disney World. In a way... Isaac performed a true protest and had his explanation been something besides the nonsense he offered, it could have been applauded. Who does this guy think he is? Right, and this is why Jonathan Isaac had to go to outer space to make this <laughs> right. point. But he decided to trot out an explanation that's the equivalent of Twitter burner handles firing <laughs> off hot takes. Those afraid to put their real names to their real feelings and gave life to the bad actors who needed a patron saint. Are you a black for real? One. This is just he, he was not. He was right out in front. What are you yeah. talking about, burner handle? After all, who can argue against God? Uh, hello, Portland. Uh, hello, Yahoo Sports. <laughs> hello, Yahoo they Sports. do a great job of it. What are you talking about? Isaac played. Uh, what about black on black crime? And what about China? 
in code or all sin is sin arguments. Oh, what? Now you're reading his heart? Yeah, that's... Got it. But what about black-on-black crime and what about China? No, there's a time and place. You can't bring that up now. Totally legitimate concerns. Uh, So then he talks about what he said, and then the uh, article continues. He's 22, so there should be space for grace grace and growth (laughs) should he seek it. (laughs) And I guess he's got to get it from... um, He's got to get his grace and truth from Yahoo Sports. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a youthful indiscretion like using illegal drugs. Oh, thank you. Or being caught driving while intoxicated. But it is a learning moment because what? his line of thinking is dangerous. Oh, no, wait. But the more wow. dangerous than driving while drunk? He doesn't have to be king or LeBron or fall in line with the masses to please the NBA. No, just to please Yahoo Sports. Yeah, and I, I can't remember what author this is, but it's different. This is different than the holier-than-thou hockey article oh. last week. Different author. But he can't be a puppet, use religion as a crutch, or even a weapon against the humanity of his own people because, at oh. worst, his own black life deserves better. What garbage. I tell you. What absolute garbage. I tell you. <clears throat> Jeez. And yep. so what happens to him? Uh, people... Berate him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, they they attack his his character. They attack his blackness. They attack everything about him. And then he gets hurt the first first thing out of the yeah. Shoot. So last night he played and uh, suffered a season ending injury. Yep. And then of course all of the haters yeah on Twitter. Oh, that serves you right. That's what you get. It's called karma. Uh, no, it isn't. You're not going to take a knee, then I'll take it for you, says Allah. Wow. I, it's, I wow. mean, oh, it's brutal. So I just hope that he rehabs. Apparently, this is a serious Despicable. injury. It's going to take a is long a time injury? to recover. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Let me take 60 seconds and tell you about keeps. Oh, torn ACL. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's season ending for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, keeps. If uh, if you're having a tragedy with your hair loss, with your male pattern baldness, you don't have to just sit back and take it like in yesteryear. There is something you can do, and it's called Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. You don't have to go to a doctor for this. You just do it from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Go online. Go to uh, keeps.com slash pad. Answer a few questions. Snap some pictures of your hair. And then a doctor evaluates your information and will recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you. And you'll be able to, like in 90%, 90-plus percent of men, it stops the hair loss. And in about two-thirds, it even uh, sparks hair regrowth. Just fantastic. You, it's, it's not like it was in the 60s and 70s. If you lost your hair, you just lost your hair. So go to keeps.com slash pat. Uh, to get you started, we'll give you half off your first order. 50% off your first order at keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, also, on another interesting NBA note, Denver Nuggets player... Michael Porter Jr., he's getting all kinds of flack as well because he had the unmitigated goal. He had the nerve 
to say that COVID-19 is overblown. How dare you? How dare you? And they're still letting him play? or the... yeah, Apparently, for now. Okay. He also said it's being used as part of a bigger agenda to control people. <laughs> what kind of conspiracy kook is this guy? Wow. He's also 22. He acknowledged the seriousness of the virus, but said he believes there's more to the pandemic than just public health concerns. Mm. Personally, I think the coronavirus is being used, obviously, for a bigger agenda. It's being used for population control, just in terms of being able to control the masses of people. Because this virus, the whole world is being controlled. Yes. Uh, You're required to wear masks. And who knows what will happen when this vaccine comes out. You might have to have the vaccine in order to travel. That'd be crazy. I've never been vaccinated in my life. I've never had any shots or anything like that. It could get crazy, but it's definitely an agenda behind everything that's going on right now. So, wait. Who do we hate more now? Uh, We hate Jonathan Isaac for not kneeling. Right. Or or this guy. This guy for being... uh, For daring to say... (laughs) Anti-science. He said, all you can do is sit back and watch what's going on and not get too emotionally involved. But it is a serious thing. It's a real thing. But yeah, this is being overblown. How dare you say that? I tell you what. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Does he know what uh, St. Fauci of DeCisi has to say about this? It's mm. not being overblown at all. In fact, it's probably being underplayed. Mm-hmm. I love how they're saying, you know, settle in. Because this is going to be a long, long pandemic. Of course it's about controlling us. Of course it is. They de- they, they've got something here, and, and they're going to use it. And they are using it. What, you know, this is, what they, this is what they long for. This is what Democrats have talked about forever. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And they're not letting this go to waste. The longer this lasts... The, the longer we comply with everything they tell us to do, yeah. the easier it is to just herd us around like the sheep and cattle we are. I mean, you talk about an Overton window setting up. Yep. Oh, really? I'm allowed to leave my house again? Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, wonderful government. I, I, I thank absolutely you. wear a mask if I can leave my house. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, wait, I can lose the mask? If I get a vaccine, oh, absolutely get that vaccine before it's ready. Well, no, you can't lose the mask. Can't lose the mask either? Not after the vaccine, no. Mm -mm. Because the vaccine isn't the be-all and end-all. So you'll get the vaccine and the mask, and then you'll be protected. Okay? Until until Until, they figure out something else to control me through? Until it magically disappears, I guess. (laughs) Mark of the beast. (laughs) Somewhere down the line, yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about it right now. Just know that you'll you'll do them both in tandem. You do the vaccine and the mask, and then you'll be pretty protected. A dynamic duo there. Yeah. Mask and the vaccine. Well, you want to live, don't you? Not under those circumstances. (laughs) No, I do not. (laughs) I'm not interested in either of those. Thank you, though. What a radical. What an absolute (laughs) radical. It's getting to be that way. It is. Oh, wait. You think you can just walk around wherever you want to without a mask or a vaccine? Who do you think you are? I don't know. An American? (laughs) That's going to be my that's going to be my special condition, my uh, unique circumstance. Why why are you opting out? I don't know. Because I'm an American. Yeah. Uh, That's not a thing anymore. Okay. So our poor kids, man. Yeah. Their childhoods just being ripped away from them. 
I, there's no school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sports leagues, right? Those are slowly but surely starting back up. Um, hmm. Camps. There was no summer camps. There was no, um, uh, you know, getaways with the churches and mission trips. Nothing like that. Everything being taken away until further notice. Yeah, I got news for you. Until further notice. No, no, no. This is the new normal. I'm sorry, it's too risky. And there, some some of them are coming out and just saying that too. Just relax, because this is going to last a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be years, not months. No. Uh, uh, okay. Wait. How how many years are we going to have to put up with this? Uh huh. Really? For something that many people don't even have symptoms over, and others have a very very mild case. Some people get seriously ill. Yes. And some have died. There is a new study out. They went and they tested <clears throat> blood from 2015 to 2018, long before COVID-19 existed, right? Mm-hmm. And they went and they tested it, and people's bloods from you know that they had stored away mm-hmm. was attacking the virus, just showing that some of us are more predisposed than others just by the sheer makeup of our blood. I mean, it, it, we don't, and not everyone's going to need a vaccine right. to stop this thing. Some of us right. are able to stop it on our own. And for this thing that is so virulent, so easily spread, um, it's interesting that that Glenn hasn't received the, hasn't uh, contracted the virus mm-hmm. from his family members. Like three or four of his family members that he's around all the time have it, and he doesn't. So he might be one of those people, or, or could it be the hydroxychloroquine that is keeping it at bay? And that's the thing, you know, hmm. people are quick to dismiss that. Remember, it has to be combined with zinc, which it is with him. Good and uh, something else too. He's taking three or four different things for it. And now, does he make so far so good eye contact with his family members? Because if you avoid eye contact, I think that's how it spreads. Oh yeah, right? it because it shoots right into your eyes. And that's why. That's why Fauci's like, yeah, <laughs> wear the goggles now. Uh, that's 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 where we're at because it's the eye contact. Uh huh. So keep your eyes on the ground. Mm. Um, and pretty and soon we'll have the vaccine. For hold, you. hold your breath when you enter Walmart. I, I wonder if that works. I because I do that when I walk past people. I, <laughs> I do hold that my when breath I walk past Jeffy, and so, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know if it works or not. Sure, but yeah, because you're not. You're not. You're not breathing in. I guess it, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it might. Like if if there's a particle right there in front of you, and you just intercept it by walking through it well then you're screwed Mm -hmm. but if if especially if it hits you in the eyes by the way this is scientific evidence right now this is i'm a doctor right okay so Uh this is i'm giving you doctor advice wow but yeah i mean i can imagine if you're not uh you know breathing in for that moment it's not going to do any harm right by not doing that Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever i'm a doctor uh, so. so Glenn's a doctor. We should ask him. Yes, we should. Is eye contact what is keeping you safe right now? Avoiding that with your infected family members. Something is. <laughs> Something is, at least so far. And it's been, you know, weeks now. It's been weeks. Mm-hmm. So pretty soon, I think next week, he's he's cleared. I don't know if he will, but I think he's cleared to come to the studio. No, he, he hates us. He's not coming up yeah, here. Yeah, he, he Certainly likes doing it from home, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and after he's out of that little safe window, he's going to be like, uh, no, I, um, there's no roads between me and the studio. I'll turn up right now. I'll turn I'll up. I'll turn up. <laughs>
888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Do, do we have the players, uh, the images of the players over the weekend who refused to kneel? You got the uh, Miami Heat guy, or uh, as Barack Obama calls him, the Miami, Miami Heats. Heat. That guy stood up and his uh, teammates, I think uh, James Huskers uh, sent us that uh, that image. There he is. See, they got their arms around his legs there. And there So it wasn't just uh, the other guy. What was yeah. his first name? Uh, you're talking Some, about Jonathan something Isaac? Isaac? Yeah, Jonathan Isaac. Okay, yes. It wasn't just him. It was also this guy. Yeah. Oh, cool. And so and he's got family huh. members that uh, are in the, military. in the military. And, so and look, like, it looks as if his teammates are supporting him by, t- by holding onto his legs like that. I would prefer they didn't touch me at all. But, I mean, at least it's a sign of unity, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Huh. How about that? Uh, Now, the NHL has avoided kneeling for the most part. (laughs) But then this fabulous thing happened over the weekend. And you knew it was inevitable. There we go. So that is a player for the Minnesota Wild, (laughs) Matthew Mm -hmm. Dumba. Dumba? Dumba. How appropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm D-U-M-B-A. So he shows up... uh, you know, everybody's now into hockey. Yay, hockey respects the flag. And the Blackhawks and Oilers getting ready to uh, play on a nationally televised game on NBC. And out walks Matthew Dumba uh, from the Minnesota Wild and gives like a three-minute uh, lecture on race in America. Oh, jeez. Uh, Did he now? Oh, it was bothersome. So he's kneeling there during the American National Anthem, but promptly stands up when the Canadian National Anthem is played. That's his home country, by the way, Canada. Okay, that... Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. And that he, is... Uh, and I don't know if systematic racism is the same as systemic racism. No, it is not. Okay, because that's what he kept saying in his little speech. Systematic, like, yeah. Systematic, that. That yeah. That drives me nuts. You know, the systematic racism System- uh, <laughs> that he abhors. Uh, you know, he is a resident. He's a Canadian. Uh, he, he is a, a citizen of a country Systematic where... Systematic would mean, like, step-by-step. Uh, Step-by-step. Step. You know, you're, you're doing it uh, gradually. Okay. Systemic means that it's built into the system. Right. Like a system that elects a white prime minister that wears blackface on multiple occasions. Yeah, like that. And so... You, like that. But you're going to stand for that mm-hmm. national anthem there, uh, Matthew Dumba? Yeah, yeah. And And I would like to also talk about the uh, systemic racism... Um, of he lives in the United States of America, up there in Minneapolis, where he earns $5.2 million a year to play a game. Oh, this damn country. I, right? I hate this country. No wonder he hates he this country. He should be angry. He's only making $5.2 million a year? To, to skate around and play hockey? I'm telling you, he's virtually a slave. He's virtually a slave of the NHL. Right? That is pathetic. And then he shows up to work, nonetheless. Wow. Works his ass off every day. He's a day. hero. Yeah. He's a freaking For hero. For a measly 5.2 mil every <laughs> single year. Thank you for being such a hero. Brave, right? Brave. Courageous. I would have to say yes. Oh, and then, and then yes. so he has some, what, what's his comment there after the, uh, after he stood for the American or the Canadian National Anthem and not for the. He the said, uh, to be honest, I kind of froze up. I know why I knelt. It wasn't a sign of disrespect by any means. Oh, really? It was to shed light on the people who have lived through the injustice and op- oppression, especially in my home state of Minnesota. That, that's why I did it. I think my biggest regret is not doing it for the Canadian National Anthem as well, because there's a lot of light. 
that needs to be shed on what's happening in Canada uh-huh. and the oppression First Nations people have felt for hundreds of years. Yeah, First Nations people. I was disappointed looking back on it because, like I said, I knew the reasons why I knelt. Just in the moment, it happened like that. Oh. Uh, so then he shows up at his game last night, and what does he do? He doesn't kneel again for his <laughs> Canadian national. Oh, uh, he right? doesn't kneel at all. He. Uh, oh, he didn't kneel for any. No, no. Instead, oh. he just held up the uh, black power fist uh, for both national anthems. <laughs> okay, that's what he ended up. Uh, yeah, thank ended you, up Matthew. Doing. That's great. Uh, very aptly named Matthew Dumba. Uh, that's great. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. So there is no haven, like Charles Barkley mm. said. There's no place where we can just mm. just go and just chill out and enjoy sports. No, 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 no. Uh, not this year. And I won't rest until Matthew Dumba is making $10 million a year. Right? Or t- what do you think? 20? 20, million. 20, 20 million a year. I won't rest until Matthew Dumba is making $50 million, 50 a, year. million a year. Until he's the highest paid sports personality in the history, history. of the world. History. He deserves it. Hundred million a year? Are we on board with that? Sure. Hundred. I will not rest until Matthew. Will there be justice if he makes a hundred million a year? No, no, there won't. They'll still be whining about something. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray. I uh, got some tweets here. Corey Pa tweets. Interesting that when Jonathan Isaac attends by attends by himself, he's just looking for attention. But Kaepernick, huh. yeah, uh, caffeinated Texan. Well, the douche at Yahoo clearly a godless animal. Uh, those of us who've set foot in a church in our lives understood exactly what was being said. Yeah, uh, it was really not difficult to understand it, and it certainly wasn't nonsense. Bronco Nagurski fan club. Uh, with the comparison that not kneeling is worse than drunk driving, <laughs> will Mad come after Yahoo Sports for that statement? Wow. Doubt it. Mothers against drunk driving. No way. No way will they. Uh, Quills of Liberty. Did I miss the day we voted the Twitter mob as the voice of America? Oh. Yeah, that was... You must have been out that day. Mm-hmm. Like Obama was out every day. <laughs> Reverend Wright... Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. That's did right. His, or fell spiel. asleep, or I'm not sure what happened there on those days. Yeah, so, so, so Obama missed out on all of those sermons that, that were still in Bible country, mm-hmm. you know, and when Jeremiah <laughs> Wright was still in the text. Yeah, he's, he was... <laughs> yeah. He was... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Forget it, man. No, it's, you've, I mean, now... I'm still got, in Bible country. Mm-hmm. I am still in, in the, the text. text. I mean, look, there's only so many Jeremiah Wright even right. getting near that tangent. Yeah, 15 years later or whatever it is. <laughs> I just 12 years. Uh, Duct Tape Freak tweets, if we're going to be treated like cattle, can we at least be driven to the town? I got some cattle, I'm driving to the town. Oh, and I was just informed that the Reverend Wright thing doesn't count because we're in the middle of tweets. Oh, all of that for nothing? I, I really you got to be kidding me. Just hit the button one more time and let's move on with our lives. Okay, we're out of tweets. Tweets are over, okay? 
Here's Jeremiah Wright, the I'm guy who hates America. In Bible there we country. go. That's I am still in the text. That's the pastor of the 44th president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, um, performed the the marriage ceremony for he and his lovely bride. That's Michelle. cute. Oh, Isn't lovely. That wonderful. Yeah. Do you think she went with a sleeveless dress, wedding dress? Had to, to show those arms. Had I hope to. so. I hope so. I don't think I've ever seen a wedding photo, but man, those did arms. You, did you Incredible. check out her new podcast last week? Oh, it was great. She actually had the former president of the United States on. It was really get, amazing. I don't how know. do you get a former president as, a, as your first guest on a crazy. podcast? I mean, I went Absolutely with my, crazy. my grandmother this week was my guest on At The Mic, but, uh, I mean, Michelle gets huh. Barack Obama. Okay. Right. Wow. Pretty big time. Pretty big time. <laughs> All right. 888 uh, Just got something in my eye. Mm-mm. I wonder if that was the coronavirus just... You're not wearing eye. goggles. I'm see? not wearing them. Yeah, <gasps> and I've got protective glasses, so it probably came over here and was like, "Nah, you're you're too protected." Uh, Fauci warned me. He warned yeah. me. I should have listened because he, he said it would shoot right directly into your eyes, and something <laughs> just did. So you want us to take like a musical interlude or something while nah, you get some visine okay or something? You're gonna right play now. hurt there, Bronco. I am. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna tough it out. All right. And play through the pain. By the end of the game, he'll have one eye. The uh-huh. other one will be hanging out of its socket, but he'll keep going. So, Drew Brees is uh, saying that he's going to stand for the flag. He he said his comments hurt a lot of people. Shut up. But he will stand for the flag. Now, that would be surprising if he does, because we all predicted yeah. he's going to be kneeling. He's going to crawl <laughs> <laughs> out of the tunnel and to the sidelines, uh, and then just stay on his knees for the anthem. But now he says, no, I'm going to stand. Um, Comments he made about never respecting anyone who kneels during the uh, anthem sparked the outrage, of course, and he immediately backtracked on that and apologized profusely. Uh, Now he says, going back to my comment on June 3rd, to think for a second that New Orleans or the state of Louisiana or the black community would think that I was not standing with them for social justice. That completely broke my heart. It was crushing. Never would I feel that way. <laughs> now, there are, are, there are things I want to make very clear. I will always stand for the flag because of what it means to me and uh, to honor all those who have sacrificed, who have served and died for our country, and all those who have struggled to move this country forward. Won't they be pissed about this again? I mean, isn't he, hasn't he created the same sort of problem he did in the first place? Are we going to go through the whole process one more time? Second, I acknowledge and respect anyone who chooses to kneel or any other form of peaceful protest to bring attention to the social injustices and systemic racism. We don't have systemic racism! That so many have endured and continue to endure in our country. I will always support and advocate for the black and brown communities in the fight for social injustices. Always. Ugh. It's hard to take all this stuff. I mean, (laughs) it just, I can't take it. Yep. Yep. But, I'm, you know, if he does indeed stand, uh, that's better than I thought it would be. Uh, The way he backtracked on his statement earlier. I mean, you know, it's not about the flag. It's not about the flag. Of course it's about the flag, and it was always about the flag. And the guy who started this whole thing admits it was about the flag, and he's said it multiple times, not just once. And then he's got everybody bending over backwards trying to cover all that up. 
Oh, no, it's not about the flag. It's not about the military. It's not about the country. Well, yeah, it's about all those things. And he has said so vehemently. He hates Colin Kaepernick, hates this country. I guess making $20 million a year from a shoe company isn't, that's not enough, uh, you know, to sort of dissuade that injustice that he's suffering with. Well, who, who in the locker room is hanging out with Drew Brees now? Like, he's made everybody mad. Yeah, he really has. If he wasn't such an really accomplished does. veteran, mm. I mean, that would be a lonely place in there. He should go ahead and retire, you know? Is there somebody that in that uh, mm. quarterback room that could maybe take over for him? Well, as a fan Seems of like... a team in their division, their chief rival. Are you all I'm, about that? I'm not so sure I want Drew Brees to retire so that this other guy could get an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pick your poison. He's pretty darn good, uh, but I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback. So mm-hmm. uh, Drew Brees has had an incredible career. I, I wouldn't say that uh, Taysom Hill is better than Drew Brees, obviously. No, but he's tough to defend. But, yeah, he is for sure. Tough to plan for. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three from uh, James Huskers. Oh no, we did this one. This we did. A, oh yeah, it's just this guy. guy. It's yeah. the tall Miami Heat's guy. Uh, he looks tall because everybody is kneeling next to him. Well, yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> again. I, don't, I don't know that I want grown men wrapping their arms around my legs, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> show, show the picture again. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i glad he's standing, and I'm glad uh, yeah, there's I unity on the Miami Heats, mm-hmm. but there's still this awkwardness when I see the photo <laughs> of, of his teammates wrapping their arms around his legs. No, I think that's lovely. I don't that's care lovely. for it. A male hand on my calf. (laughs) And now both of them are being Mm -hmm. touched. Mm -hmm. I'm just not big into the old physical contact thing, with or without a global pandemic. Yeah, me too. Don't touch me. That goes for me too. But uh, he apparently doesn't have any problem with it. So that's great. More (laughs) power to him. And what was he going to do? Was he going to shake his legs? Like, no, don't touch me. Get off me. Stop it. Get off me. I stand alone. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Much more. We got to tell you about this Pac twelve situation. Uh, <laughs> do that in just a minute. Okay. First, let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, if you're in pain, there's a really good chance that pain is brought on by inflammation. And Omega XL is backed by thirty five years of clinical research. It attacks the inflammation that causes pain. Uh, just like they like it attacked the inflammation in my elbow and just calm it, they calmed it down. It's got an off switch, and it just turns off the inflammation, which turns off the pain. Fantastic. Pain relievers, topical rubs, they can't do that. Sometimes they can mask the pain. Often they don't even do that. Uh, but Omega XL goes right to the heart of the problem, and that's the inflammation. So if you're suffering with aches and pains and stiffness, Give it a try. If you've tried everything else and nothing really works, try Omega XL. We'll get you started with a uh, second bottle for free. When you buy the first bottle, we'll throw in a second bottle for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, I love this story. 
a group of more than a dozen Pac-12 conference football players released a lengthy list. Now, it was just, it was a little over a dozen. It was a Baker's dozen. 13 players signed the letter. But there are many more who are on board with this, apparently. They, uh, they, they released a lengthy list of demands yesterday intended to protect and benefit them amid the COVID-19 pandemic and racial injustice that have roiled the country. They've uh, threatened to boycott practice and games unless their demands are met. The demands include health and safety protections. Totally reasonable. Okay. All okay. right. All right. I'm with you. All right. Sounds good. They should protect the players sure. uh, to, you know, to the extent that they can. But now they also want the elimination of what the players described as excessive salaries. Uh, for who? The coaches? The administrators? What do you mean? So you want people to stop taking a lot of money. And what is the figure that you think is appropriate for them? Wait a minute. These are these are guys who, in many cases, are going to go on to make millions of dollars? Right. That's right. In their career choice. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Okay. All right. All right. Well. So here are the demands again. Incl- <laughs> health and safety protections. The elimination of what players describe as excessive salaries. And and just an end to racial injustice in sports and society. <laughs> Don't worry about it. What? Okay, we're not going to play football unless there's an end to racial injustice in sports and in society. You know what? You're not playing football uh-huh. because... Uh, <laughs> I don't think the Pac-12 is able to end racial injustice. Okay, then. I mean, how, are, how do you define the end of racial injustice in the society? Especially since, you know, we're such an evil country. Yeah, right. With this systemic we're racism. Systemic or just, systematic. It's, systemic and systematic. Yeah, it's at our root. <laughs> how are we able to get rid of that one? Uh, guaranteed. They also want guaranteed medical coverage. All right. Wait, no. And I love this. A profit sharing arrangement in which 50% of each sports conference revenue would be distributed evenly among the athletes. No, no, hold on. Don't don't gloss over that other one. They want health insurance. Health insurance. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get that. They get the best on campus, man. They got training rooms and facilities, access to any kind of medical supply they need. Mm -hmm. And then they want profit. They want 50% profit. What are they? What are they? Teamsters? What are we doing here? Yeah. This is insanity. This would this would absolutely ruin college football. Oh, oh it's good night. Hundreds of Pac-12 football players throughout our conference are very concerned with the risks of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> There's not enough transparency about health risks, no uniformity to ensure we're all safe when we play each other, and no adequate enforcement infrastructure. NCAA sports has truly failed us. It doesn't enforce any health and safety standards. We believe a football season under these conditions would be reckless and put us at needless risk. We will not play until there is a change that is acceptable to us. I could completely understand the safety procedures on COVID-19. But if you're not going to play football until there's an end to racial injustice in sports and society, (laughs) come on now. You're just not playing football. I mean, there's inherent risk in everything. Walking out this door, yeah, you it poses a risk on some level, and I can understand the concerns with the COVID nineteen and everything. But absolutely, yeah, guys, you you play a sport where you run full speed and tackle the other guy, mm-hmm. but but you're worried about this airborne thing. 
attacking your 20-year-old athletic body. Okay, that's cool. This is what what this is kind of I think is just a residual of raising kids with bike helmets and you know mandatory laws that uh, we protect them and wrap them in bubble wrap whenever they leave the house. And now participation trophies, participation trophies. And yeah. now that now We're that reaping all, all the benefits of mm-hmm. all that garbage. Yeah, because all of it. I mean, you got parents say, you know, I want to be guaranteed that my kid will be 100 percent safe, or I'm not sending them back to school. Impossible. No, you can't. Impossible. Guarantee. Yeah. There's no, there's no such thing as guaranteeing safety. You can't. There's no way to. So I, I threw this out there about a month ago, and I was talking more along the lines of just like the pandemic and the cost associated with delaying sports and everything. And I said to you, and I just, I just said, do you think there's going to be 10 years from now professional sports leagues? Mm. And now think about the cost of you know all this. Will there be any sports leagues? Right. Will there be any uh, sports leagues? Because not only the pandemic and the cost and stuff, but this um, social justice bullcrap mm-hmm. that's that's chasing away fans. You had so many people ready to mm-hmm. love hockey and learn the rules of the sport this weekend, and then Dumba comes out and does his dumb thing, and now people are like, ah, well, that was a good five-minute uh, love affair. Uh, and, 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 and Do you think that 10 years from now there's going to be professional sports leagues? Mm, I don't know. Because, I mean, I they, they are trying to commit suicide at every level, and now it's seeping into the college ranks mm-hmm. where we want profit sharing and a limit on college salaries mm-hmm. and health insurance and, oh, my goodness. And what? an end to racial injustice. Well, see, and that's the one. That's the... That's that's the... <laughs> that one seems a little out of the reach of the Pac-12. However, how, <laughs> I don't know. However, I bet if you get these uh, these 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 players and representatives in a room and mm-hmm. you say, "Okay, guys, we figured out how we can give you fifty percent of the TV revenue that the Pac-12 brings in every year." However, there's some rednecks down in the South, mm-hmm. and there's some white supremacists up in Idaho. Yeah, we just haven't been able to convince them. So will can, you play? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. No, no, no. I'm not taking your 50% no. revenue until you get the rednecks to come along you, with us. You haven't wiped out racial injustice yet completely in this country. <laughs> so no, we're not playing. Stop it. I don't care if you're going to give me a million dollars. It's all about money. Oh, of course. Come on, guys. So ridiculous. Stop. And I understand 20 of the godless animals at the University of Utah are oh. uh, on board with it. So uh, that's great. So maybe the University of Utah won't have a season after all. Uh, too bad, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Nightmare. I want it over. I want. I want to go back oh, to February I want it over so badly. Please take me back to February. How old were you back in February? I mean, it's just was, that's like a pipe dream. I was younger. so long ago. I was younger. We were so young and so naive. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, we've got downhill so quickly. Do you remember when the, the the most depressing thing at the time was Kobe Bryant? Dying in a helicopter uh, that crash. Was, that was depressing, too. And then right after that, the world fell apart. So it must have been Kobe that was holding Kobe it all together. Kobe was holding the world together! He was the uh, glue that held the oh my society together. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed. And he's uh, on We the have plate. just released a statement that after today... We're not going to do another show until the Pac-12 agrees to end hunger on the West Coast and worldwide. So when the Mm Pac-12 ends hunger, and I'm going to add it right now, and poverty, then then we will return to doing the show. 
But uh, so this until next, such time, yeah. this is our this is our last. This show. next hour is on the house. Yes, and after that, and after that, you know, uh, we're waiting for the Pac-12 to end hunger sure. and poverty. And that seems reasonable. I think it is. What about? I can, think it is. Can we get the? Uh, can we get the revenue share with the Pac-12 as well in there? Or? Uh, we might as well throw that in. Yeah, just I mean, just for the fun Let's of it. See if sure. we can get the fifty percent revenue share as well. Wow, world is falling apart. Now, if they give us the fifty percent revenue share, then we'll have a decision to make. Uh, if we get that first, we'll just have to assume they're going to end. Can I go ahead and, and submit hunger. my ballot if that's the way it plays out, so you can proceed without me? Yeah, we'll just assume they're going to they're going to meet all our demands, and we'll just get back to work. <laughs> Yeah. So ridiculous. I can't, man. Uh, the whole thing is so ridiculous. Yep. Uh, all right. We've got some tweets here. Carl Smith tweets, with time speeding up the way it does, uh, the, the way it is, does this mean you're only cramming 8.6 minutes into an 86-minute show? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cyberchasm tweets, uh, yesterday in the car, my young child pointed out that if we just let the virus do its thing, it'll be over in like two weeks. <laughs> From the mouth of babes. Yep. Pastor Sam Burton, I mean, freedom is a pre-existing condition. Condition, is it not? Mm-hmm. I'm reclaiming my country. That's because I'm an American excuse is so 1776, Keith. Oh, oh, oh I can't use that one now? Mm-mm, nope. Okay. Uh, Obi Gyne Kenobi <laughs> tweets, how many years will this go on? However many years a Republican sits in the White House, uh, but they won't admit that. Election year flu. From the Steve 42, Glenn is immune to the Rona because he's really a lizard person. Mm. <laughs> I would be kind of a surprise. A scintillating duck. <laughs> you wouldn't have to hold your breath if you carried a can of Lysol and sprayed it at anyone who even slightly approaches you. Okay, mm. that's a good idea. <laughs> Don't give people ideas, man. <laughs> You've seen some of the people we uh, share the planet with? I love the fact that CNN, for the last, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, has been battling this Yale epidemiologist who is talking about the fact that hydroxychloroquine works, and they will not let it rest. Wow, do they have an agenda. Their their banner for, I don't know how long, has been Yale epidemiologist insists against evidence hydroxychloroquine works <laughs> i mean the bias on that that's not news you're just you're opining that's what you're doing i mean what this assault is un it's incredible believable they twitter suspended um donald trump jr the other day i forget if it was 24 hours or what because he basically said the same thing yeah I, this is a guy from yale yeah first first of all yale epidemiologist kind of knows what, he, what he's talking about and what's the host's name this douche is i don't it know john brim what Berman? is his name i think it's john berman or bremen or something <clears throat> what a absolute yeah john berman. douche he is he is i mean he he was that kid <laughs> who got his butt kicked every day after school yeah right and now he's uh, on tv and he's <laughs> You know, exacting his... He's paying back yeah. all the bullies. <laughs> I mean, you're arguing with a Yale epidemiologist. Oh, they're controlled studies. So, you know, they got to be randomized controlled studies. And the guy keeps telling him, no, you, you're wrong about this. Okay, that's not, 
That's not the issue. Okay. And he keeps correcting but over the, and over and over again. And this is on CNN, so he needs to know his audience. <laughs> so what he should have done is after every time that he a- he's asked a question and he answers it with, with, hey, it works, you know, he needs to finish up his comment with, and Black Lives Matter. And yeah. then CNN would be like, oh, there'd be like some sort of paradox. They wouldn't know what to do and how to respond. <laughs> but uh, this is... This campaign... That might tear a hole in the space-time continuum. I'm willing to give it a shot at this point in 2020. I am, too. Now they've got a professor at the University of Arizona College of Medicine to try to dispute the guy. Okay. That's that's great. Okay. Are you going with the University of Arizona or are you going with Yale? I don't know. It's just this public relations campaign against a a, a documented life-saving drug. Yeah, right. Where so many doctors have used it and swear by it. Right. And talk about the patients' lives that have been saved. How do you dispute that? Remember, remember, this holds true to everything. Freedom of choice to the left only applies when you want to kill a baby. Yeah, absolutely. You don't get to choose true. if you use this drug. And maybe it'll save your life. You don't get to choose whether or not you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You don't get to choose what school your kid goes to. Or what you eat. You don't get to choose what you eat. You don't get to choose if you wear a seatbelt or not. You don't get to mm-hmm. choose whether your kid wears a bike helmet around the block. Right. You get no choices except for murdering a child. <laughs> That's right. You can't even choose the drug that might save your life if you get uh, if you get this stupid disease, this virus, and you're ailing and you can't... And nothing up until this point has has helped you. They still don't want you to have access to hydroxychloroquine. My body, my choice. It's just crazy. It's absolutely... I mean, CNN has been polluted to the point where the other day they tweeted out, individuals with a cervix (laughs) are now recommended to start cervical cancer screenings at 25 and continue through 65. Individuals yes. with a cervix. Yeah, that, yeah. We can't call them women. No, that would be. Oh my gosh, that's that what, would. Yeah, the Blaze's own Sarah Gonzalez tweeted out. Unbelievable, man. Women, we're called women. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, and by the way, individuals with a prostate mm. uh, uh, should probably get an exam starting at forty and all the way up till. They're dead. But that's just for individuals with a prostate. <laughs> you can't say a man. That would be really, really <laughs> how, offensive. How long till the signs on the bathroom door say individuals with a prostate here? Individuals, individuals with, with a cervix, cervix over there. <laughs> Has our society really degraded to this point where calling a person who is a woman a woman mm-hmm. and calling a man a man? Yes. It's really that bad now? Yes, it is. I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I am absolutely willing to risk that uh, ripping a hole in the space-time continuum. I'd like to revisit that at some point. I would, point. too. Yeah, I would, too. I'd love to see that. Uh, all right, 888 Some weird things going on continue to go on in Portland, and the media just doesn't want to show you any of this. Um, but this that we're about to show you and share with you seems like a threat against the police. Uh, in my mind. Warning, graphic video. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit graphic. So uh, if you're sensitive or have kids watching, you might want to not look at the screen for a minute. Here are some protests burning a pig's head. Uh, and it's 
wearing a uh, police officer's cap. Yep, a bloody pig's head right and there in set Portland. set fire to it. I mean, that that's a... So it's beheaded. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they yeah. beheaded a pig and then did set Peter, it on fire. Did Peter show up? Uh, to Not that I know of. No. Speak. Again, you're talking about rip tearing a hole in the fabric of time. Right. Uh, I don't know if you'd want to do that. Jeez. Mm. <sighs> then protesters also burned a cross. Uh, isn't that sort of a KKK thing to do? Well, here they are. Um, there they are burning uh, the Bible. A stack of Bibles there. Bibles, and they also burned American flags in that little uh, that. in that little fire, and then they set set fire to a cross. See, now I thought mm. that was yeah, that was a KKK deal. That's what they do to intimidate blacks. Huh. Interesting. So they're telling us who they are right? and what they're all about, right? Burning Bibles, American flags, the cross, hmm, pigs' heads. What? I mean, <laughs> what? what does it take to? Realize that these people are fanatical, extremist, crazy nutbags mm-hmm. that you should not be helping and supporting in the media. And and yet they are. Yeah, and that's cute they how are. the United Nations, you know, they, they ordered last week Trump to stand down in Portland with the federal federal officers. Oh, my gosh. Really, United Nations? Oh, man. Okay, you keep making those requests. <laughs> Or demands. Or demands. Demands. That's even You're better. Right. It was a demand, yeah. Demanding that the United States of America do anything. This, uh, another indication. We need to kick them off our country. I was going to say, yeah. You start out. telling us how to dictate policy in our own country, it's definitely past time to get out. Get them out of here. I go back to Belgium. Just do, put that as your headquarters. Mm. Uh, they seem to have all the world organizations over there. And just give them this one, too. It's just, we don't need it. It's it's never been good for us. It's not good for Israel. I, I don't know who they're protecting, except for dictators and oppressors. And anti-Semites. Yeah. Terrorists. And all manner of bad people. Got this great point about the Portland protesters from uh, Pathead Kara 3022. Anyone notice how the anti-American commie traders in Portland... <laughs> openly brag about completely destroying our nation, they do not hesitate to invoke the constitutional rights they hate every time they're confronted. It seems that way, doesn't so it? So true. So they're fighting completely against this country and everything it stands for, but man, there do their constitutional rights. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. Wow. But it is ironic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very, very ironic. A little too ironic, don't Tri- you think? <laughs> Sorry. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, oh, oh hey! Oh, cancel! Story number three. Pat, story number three. Tell them what they've won. Number three. You won the Norwegian flag. Oh, because it's been canceled. It's been canceled. Removed by bed and breakfast owners after people thought it was the Confederate flag. <laughs> so we're we're removing it because people are morons. <laughs> Look at there's a little difference there. A little okay. A little bit. A little difference. Uh-huh. And but it's similar in colors. And so people thought, oh, that's a Confederate flag right there. I, I'm mad about that. Those poor people, they, they, what, they moved to a town and started a bed and breakfast? 
And then the next thing they know, the, the entire town hates them. And I guess they're from Norway or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. so they put up the Norwegian flag and uh, it turned out to be hideous. Yeah. <laughs> Too many people con- confused it. And I guess they have to be held accountable for morons. Right, right. What was right? this? Is this in Maine or something? I don't Michigan. Michigan. Uh-huh. And so I guess what did they hear somebody talking about that gave something about their, their bed and breakfast and they were really excited like oh goody we're getting traction people are talking about us oh yeah they are pretty obvious Norwegian names Greg and Kirsten Olfenbecker <laughs> owners of the Nordic Pineapple in St. John's told the paper said that they never it never occurred to them that people would mistake the Norwegian flag as anything else yeah you misunderestimated but after receiving <laughs> the late, latest in what Kirsten Offenbecker. That's Offenbecker. Offenbecker. Uh, <laughs> called at least a dozen hateful emails oh, and God. twice as many comments last week. They took the flag down. They'd been hanging uh, Norway's flag as a nod to Kirsten's Scandinavian heritage. Duh. Adding that her grandfather was born in Norway and their bed and breakfast moniker is partly inspired by her family's history. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Offenbecker. Uh, told the people, uh, the paper, that the couple is still new to the area and were visiting the downtown shop and its owner told them uh, that a customer mentioned their bed and breakfast. I was so happy at first, she said, (laughs) until they were informed that the customer also thought they were flying a Confederate flag. (laughs) We were panicked initially because we were like, oh my gosh, this town thinks that we're hanging the Confederate flag. (laughs) And instead of thinking, what uh, morons, maybe they should get educated on what the Confederate flag actually looks like, as opposed to the flag of Norway. Oh, no, they just, they just took it down. Yeah. Because uh, it's just easier to do that, yep. right? Let's not kick against the bricks, if you will. Oh, I've, I've never and heard. I think you will. That's a good sentence. I've never heard yeah. that. Kick against the bricks. The pricks. Oh, the pr- Oh. Mm-hmm. Like the pricks on a rose bush. Sure. You don't want to kick against them. Kick, Why? Because I mean, that hurts. Yeah, you get it hurts. You get your, yeah, in, in your, your feet, feet, and it's you don't need all a torn prick up in your foot. Now, if you don't have a shoe on, I mean, that's really stupid to begin with. Right. So, <laughs> right. All right. One more time. Let's spin <laughs> oh. the wheel of cancel story number one. Pat, tell them what number they want. One. We're about to cancel Ellen. Yeah, we are. <laughs> she might cancel herself first. You might recognize Ellen as part of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Mm-hmm. Also very beloved <laughs> until, until. What happened? Last fall when she had the unmitigated gall to sit next to George W. Bush at a Cowboys football game in Dallas, Texas. That's unforgivable. Well, then we had to go after her, and we had to gut her with everything we got. And so that's what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, could she be mean, too, I guess? Yep. It's possible. It's kind of surprising to me that if she is so mean and nasty and there's uh, you know, sexual harassment running rampant backstage at her show... Why didn't this come out a long time ago? I haven't heard sexual harassment too now. Yeah, something sexual in the. Uh, I thought she was just a mean person. No, she's just she is mean. And and the only reason that we're pointing out that she's mean mm-hmm. is because she hangs out with George W. Bush. Well, she time. has to be mean if she'd hang out with George that's, W. That's Bush. That's a fair point. Chicken and the egg, right? <laughs> so Australian TV exec reveals uh, incredible demands from Ellen. 
Um, he, I guess she terrified his staff as she's, she said, don't look at her, yeah. don't talk to her or approach her. <laughs> <laughs> and he, she didn't say that, but her staff members yeah. told him th- that that was the case. So a former executive producer of Australia's Today Show claims Ellen's staff walked on eggshells during the star's guest appearance in 2013. He was apparently told, don't talk to her, don't approach her, don't look at her. <laughs> that's kind of like your... look at her. That's your demand. Yeah, so. those are, that's my edict that's, that, around that's here, seriously, too. Don't even look at me. That's In fact, if we pass each other in the hallway, you turn around and face the wall. Right, and, and that's um, why there's such a stash of Sour Patch Kids yeah. uh, in the studio, because people have learned that that's actually how you get them to talk to you. <laughs> Is if you walk up mm-hmm. and, you, and you extend your hand and mm-hmm. you have a pack of Sour Patch Kids... Then Pat's like, okay, well, maybe I'll give you 30 seconds. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want them from your bare hand, though. Who knows where that's been? Right, right. No, you got to like, be gloved. Uh, like, like, if I'm like, how about like, like okay, this? Is that, this okay? That's acceptable, yeah. All right, I just earned 30 seconds with the man. Earlier this month, several employees blasted the Ellen DeGeneres show as a toxic work environment, accusing three executive producers of bullying. <laughs> what does that mean, really? I mean, have you ever worked with famous people? successful people yeah they're successful for a reason usually because they can't tolerate bull crap for one thing mm-hmm. and if you don't do a good job you're gonna hear about it I, it's done un- unbelievable in april there was outrage over pay cuts due to the covid19 pandemic and a warner media employee relations group and third-party firm will be interviewing past and present staff about their experiences oh. on the set. okay We're going to get to the bottom of this meanness. Uh, That and so much more coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. A couple of tweets here. Uh, Preston Baines tweets, here's a compromise for the Pac-12 football players. Oh, okay. Turn in your damn scholarship if you're not going to (laughs) play. I like it. Uh Uh-huh. From Scott. I think there may have been a time recently when a foreign national disrespecting our flag would have been looked on with disdain from the majority of this country. Yeah, not anymore. That's uh, the NFL, the NHL guy, the Canadian, right? Yeah. Uh, kneeling for for the national anthem. Yeah, that's old. And thing. then standing for Canada's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Hawkins. What's really scary is that stupidity seems more contagious than the COVIDs. Yep. Doesn't it though? It's, uh, it's but we do have some fun things to show you. We've got some. Oh, there is good. some good news. You're being um, serious. I can't yeah. tell if you're setting no, me up. This is for no. Failure. This is good. Okay. This is good. There's a protester over the weekend talking about her intelligence, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, we think we need to take a look at. Okay, let's see how smart and she is. listen I'm to how smart she is. Wait, you're what? Wait, <laughs> Roll that she's again. in the top 99 she's... percentile of intelligent people. Is that what she planet? said? Let's see that oh, again. See. One more time. I'm in the top 99 percentile of intelligent people on this planet. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe. The top 99 percentile? Maybe. <laughs> we haven't independently verified that claim. Wow. She's not in the top 1%. Of uh, thinkers in uh, this uh. on this planet, but she's in the top ninety nine percent. Wow, good for you, and, good for and you. So well dressed, by the way. Yeah, I like she's... to point out. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was a police officer that um, was. 
fed up with a protester. <laughs> this is fun. And uh, showed it. Mm-hmm. This is the the officer has got the gun there and mm-hmm. boom. And the, oh, don't oh. touch my gun. Boom. <laughs> oh, I love that. Bam. Oh. Boom. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to grab the officer's gun and be okay. That that wow. That person definitely not in the top 99 percentile of intelligent people <laughs> yeah, on this planet. Just might have been the feel good video of the year. <laughs> that was fun. What are you doing grabbing the gun of a cop? You are asking to be punched. He's lucky that's all he got. That's just un... Yeah, it really is. It really is. Just one smash in the face. (laughs) And uh, he was a little surprised. Uh Uh-huh. I think he was a little taken aback. Boom! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bam! (laughs) (laughs) We need a little Batman pow! Bam! (laughs) The quick reaction of the cop is... uh, Good. Yeah, that's great stuff. Because... What if he takes control of the gun? And what's going to happen? What are you What are you grabbing it for? Yeah, you can't hesitate. No, it's a thankless job. I don't know how they do it. These officers. I, I don't know how or why they're doing why? it right now. Why? Because it's such a thankless job. So dangerous now. And seriously, a, a target has just been painted on on their on their backs, uh, by the media mm-hmm. and by these sick freak uh, protesters. Uh, Pathead Ninscorp75. Oh, yeah. Did some exploring of the CIA website. Right. See, you were talking about how dangerous it is to be a police officer. Yeah. It's just dangerous to be in America. You don't know which birds are real or not. Finds out that indeed uh, birds aren't real. <laughs> Look what he found here. Wow. The 1960s. Uh, they, they, they tested these, um, I don't know, fake birds. Look at that. <laughs> That's a drone bird. Well, it became the drone, drone, right? But uh, yeah, used to, they they started off just being fake birds. Nice that, job finding that. Look at that one. So I mean, and there's the evidence. I mean, it's right there. There it is. Right there. Right there. Right there. <laughs> so birds, birds aren't real. Clearly, birds aren't real since the '60s. I mean, it lines up with okay. the timetable we've already been given by that sure guy. Does. They killed 12 billion birds and replaced them with uh, monitoring devices, drones, if you will. Yeah, so I mean, that they can watch everything you do. So why am I filling up my bird feeder, by the way? And where's all that seed going? Because you're stupid. Okay, is it Probably some knocking? cat or dog or squirrels. raccoon Oh, it's always the it. squirrels. Yeah. Yep. Duh. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. When can we take some calls, Adam? Whenever we want. Do we, do we have calls that are on there now? No calls, calls yet. No, no calls, calls, calls yet. No calls. What number do people None. call to get on the air? I mean, do we have that number? It's right there. <clears throat> no, do I have the call number in front of me? Oh, you I'm do. so sorry. Uh, so, that's so interesting. Sorry. It is interesting. Interesting. Do we have any calls yet there, Ivan? Not yet. No calls. Let's no. read some more about Scientology. <laughs> okay. Is Sean Hannity... <laughs> A Scientologist. I don't think so. Alec Baldwin but, uh, posing the big questions tonight here. Yeah. Uh, do we have any calls here? Yet? No, I no, don't. None. Boy, it's just incredible. Stop asking. Sure <laughs> <laughs> How about now? How about now? Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Are you still doing the show? No. No. Uh, Anthony Fauci on Friday discussing uh, how we spread the oh, COVID-19 the virus all over the place because Jim Jordan was <laughs> was grilling him oh. and trying to get out of him that, hey, you know what? Uh, the virus doesn't just go silent. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't just nap 
during protests. Doesn't care what the protest is. In fact, it doesn't know it's a protest. (laughs) (laughs) So he was trying to get... uh, That's fun. It's a fun back and forth. St. Fauci of DCC to admit that uh, protests can spread the virus. Uh, Here's what happened. The chair now recognizes for five minutes... Mm. Mr. Jordan. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Hmm. Do protests uh, increase uh, the spread of the virus? Don't touch the mic. Uh, I think Sounds I can like make what a general statement. Well, mm. half a million protesters on June 6th alone. Yeah. I'm just asking that number of no. people. Does yeah. it increase the spread of the virus? Cra- crowding mm-hmm. together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we say limit the protesting? Should government limit the protesting? Limits everything else. I I, I don't think that's relevant to. Well, you it? just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking: should we limit it? Well, I'm I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. Well, you make all kinds of recommendations. You, no. you make comments on dating, on baseball, and everything no. you can imagine. I'm just asking. You just said it, yeah. that protests increase the spread. No. I'm just asking. You, should we try to limit the protests? No, I think I would leave that to people who have more of an, a, a position to do that. I can tell you, government that, stopping people from going to church, Doctor Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. Last week in the Calvary Chapel case, five liberals on the Supreme Court said it was okay for Nevada <clears throat> to limit church services. Yeah, Governor. I, I mean, Justice Gorsuch said it best. He said, "There's no, there's no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's Palace over Calvary Chapel." I'm just asking: Is there a world where the Constitution says you can favor one First Amendment liberty protesting right. over another practicing your faith? I'm not favoring anybody over anybody. I'm just making a statement that's a broad statement <laughs> that avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, mm. because that leads to the acquisition and transmission. And I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. that induces it's a, it's the spread. A simple, it's a simple question, doctor. Should mm-hmm. we limit the protest? Government is obviously yeah. lim- limiting people yeah. going to church. And, and look... I, I'm there's not, been no, there's been no violence that I, I yeah. can see at church. I haven't seen people during a church service go out and, and harm police officers right. or burn buildings, but we know that. I mean, for 63 days, nine weeks, it's been happening in Portland. Right. Yeah. Well, one night in Chicago, 49 officers were injured, but no limit to, no limit to protest, but mm-hmm. boy, you can't go to church on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I was just getting started. Yeah. I mean, Fauci's not going to, he's not going to do that. Right? He's, he's not going to take a stand on protest. He's taken stands, kind of, on other things. Like, he's, he has opined on certain things, like whether there should be an NFL season. Like, uh, whether we should go to school or not. In fact, I think now he's saying we should go to school. Um, but he won't, I mean, there's no way he's going to do this. He, he knows this is kind of a political question, and he's not going to get into that. Mm. Uh, but Jim Jordan kept trying. Yeah. Anyway, he pushed a little further. And it went a little something. I don't know how many times I can answer that. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, but I've never (laughs) said something that directly impacts the spread of the virus. And I'm asking your your, your position on the protest. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what it is, the danger. And you can make your own conclusion about that. You should stay away from crowds, no matter where the crowds government stop, are. Government has uh, kind of stopped people question, from though, going to work. Mm-hmm. In fact, just in New Jersey four days ago, Ian Smith, Frank Trombetta were arrested for opening up, for trying to operate yeah. their business, their gym. 
They were arrested. But I, my, my bet is if these two individuals own this gym, were outside just in front of their gym, and all the people who were working out in their gym were outside protesting, they'd been just fine. But because they were in the gym working out, actually running their business, they got arrested. You think that's okay? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to opine on who gets arrested and who does not. I mean, I, I, you get where I'm going. I'm telling you, as a public health official, I say crowd. Do you see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, Congressman. There's what? No- There's no inconsistency. So you're allowed to protest millions of people on one day in crowds, yelling, screaming, but you try to run your business, you get arrested? And if you stood right outside of that same business and protested, you wouldn't get arrested? You don't see an inconsistency there? I, I don't understand what you're asking me as a public health official to mm-hmm. opine on who should get arrested or not. That's not my position. You could ask no, you've as advocate, much as you you've want. You've advocated for certain businesses. You've advocated for certain businesses to be shut down. I'm. I'm just asking you on your position on the protest. I'm I mean, not, I haven't <laughs> seen one. Yeah, he's not going to do it. A lot about hair salons. I haven't seen one hairstylist who, between haircuts, goes out and attacks police or sets something on fire. But we've seen all kinds of that stuff during protests, and we know the protests actually increase the spread of the virus. You've said that. Mm-hmm. I said crowds. I didn't say specifically. I didn't say protests do anything. So the protests don't increase the spread of the virus? I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. No, I, I, want, I, would, I just want an answer to the question. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything. I can tell you that crowds are known, uh, particularly when you don't have a mask, right. to increase the acquisition and transmission. No matter so what you don't the have a position is. on whether the protests <laughs> increase the spread of the virus or don't increase the spread of the virus. I'm saying that crowds, wherever the crowds are, uh-huh. can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition okay. and transmission. But do you understand Americans' concern? <laughs> Protesting, according, gonna, particularly according to the Democrats, is just fine. But you can't go to work. You can't go to school. You can't go to church. There's limits placed on all three of those fundamental activities, First Amendment activities, but protesting is just fine. You know, the gentleman's time has expired, but I'll just ask the gentleman to just think about his question and put it in reference to crowds that gather in political meetings. Obviously, he's not going to say anything about it. He's he's. I mean, over and over. That's more of a Jim Jordan monologue, but it was a good one. Sure was. Uh, And it's kind of fun that Fauci is there to be the recipient Uh of the monologue. Uh, But Fauci kind of did say, no, you shouldn't be. I mean, of course, you're going to spread it if you're in a big crowd. He basically did say that. So whether it's a protest or whether it's a gathering of any kind, uh, you're going to spread the disease that way. That's basically what he said. So, kind of got out of him, I think, what he needed to. But that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I like to see Doctor Fauci squirm. Yeah, it was fun. And he further uh, he gave us some thoughts on hydroxychloroquine, which oh. weren't exactly welcome. Okay. Well. Uh, but here's what he had to say about that. Um, should people take hydroxychloroquine as a cure for COVID nineteen? Oh, shut the- up. Pause uh, it for a second. As a cure, no. no. Okay. It, it's, a, it's a very effective treatment for some people, and that can't be denied because many people have had that given to them as treatment, and it worked! I don't know how many times it has to work for people. How many thousands or tens of thousands 
or hundreds of thousands have to be helped by this drug before there's evidence it works how many (laughs) does it have to be billions yeah but this is a democratic congressman from maryland right who knows how fauci's going to answer this one And especially when you say it's a cure there is no cure but it's an effective treatment all right let's irritating um, should people take hydroxychloroquine as a cure for COVID-19? The uh, overwhelming cumulative evidence of properly conducted randomized controlled trials indicate no therapeutic efficacy for hydroxychloroquine. Uh, that, okay, come on now. Uh, come on. There's no therapeutic efficacy for hydroxychloroquine. I don't know how you can make that statement. Unbelievable. Yeah, and and on that clip, though, I don't know if we can play it again just without the audio or whatever, but Fauci is just manhandling his mask and, you know, just using it. He's not... Just sit it down. He's Mm -hmm. rubbing his germs all over it with his hands. In the last clip, he was messing with Yeah, you contaminated your mask. He's touching the microphone in the last one. I mean... Right. Bro, come on. Right. Please. I'm in the top 99 I love Martin. It's <laughs> great. Uh, all right, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Gabby Insurance. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially right now. Uh, when was the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month on car insurance or homeowners? Now is the time to check out Gabby and see about getting a lower rate for the same exact coverage you already have. Gabby takes all the pain out of shopping for insurance. It gives you an apples-to-apples comparison uh, with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers. All you have to do is uh, put in your information, share with them your policy information, and then they'll find something cheaper. And if there is nothing cheaper, they'll tell you that too and say, you know, congratulations, you're doing as, as well as you can on this. But as a rule, Gabby customers save $825 a year. So if they can't find you savings like they did for me, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate. It's totally free to check your rate. There's no obligation. Take two minutes right now and see how much you can save on your car and homeowners. Go to Gabby.com slash unleashed. Gabby.com slash unleashed. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, looks like we've got some uh, new edicts on on the masks. Oh, this mask is wearing. what out of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So this is right to the point that Jim Jordan was making. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, when you're exercising, okay, you don't need to wear a face covering if you're exercising in a private residence, okay, or outside. Thank you. For example, you don't need to wear a mask if you're riding your bike on a trail. Oh, Thank you. Thank you that. for that. Thank you so Big much. Big brother, appreciate that. <laughs> but you do need to wear a face covering if you're exercising indoors in an enclosed space with other people present, such as a gym, cycling studio, or hotel workout room. While you're working out, you should be wearing a face mask? I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't think that's a good idea. And some of these uh, baseball players were wearing a mask uh, when they were on the base paths. 
early, really? early on when the season started. I saw the first couple of games, wow. you know, and I thought, no, that's not helpful at all. And now, what are we? Ten games into the season for mm-hmm. some teams, and they're pretty much done with that. Marlins. Uh, and I haven't seen anybody wearing them on the base paths in the last week or so. Did here. I see the Marlins are going to start playing again today? Either today or tomorrow. Today. Yeah. yeah. So they are they are huh. two and one on the year. Well, a comparable team in their division. Uh, the Braves are seven and three. We've played ten. They've played three games. This is going to be and there's going to be a lot of uh, seven inning double headers to make up for this. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. They're going to try to make up those games. Oh yeah. Oh wow. With seven wow. inning double headers. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. I'm so sure the fun. players are going to love that. Um, but the great mask debate continues, and uh, here's the evidence of that. <laughs> this morning, as COVID cases mount across the country, the mass debate is intensifying. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mass debate. The partisan mass debate is heating up. Mass debates growing. The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate. CBS, Target, and Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking center stage at local restaurants. It's nine minutes after six now, and there's new video of a raging <laughs> mass debate. The mass debate Unfortunate in Georgia is, is getting ugly. Mm-hmm. The great yes. mass debate yes. in no. West Virginia. No. Soon yes. coming to an end. This yes. mass no. debate no. is far from over. How many yes. mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate <laughs> was taken to a whole nother level. Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate. We'll dive deeper into this pet store mass debate. So we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. Maybe you should change the name of it. I don't know. It's Maybe that's fine. Uh, the great pet, mask a debate. Pet store mask debate? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I mean, I'm not going to judge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> over the weekend, Alyssa Milano expressed her frustration. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah, because, you know, she thinks a lot of herself. Yes, she does. Quite obviously. Mm-hmm. And she says, we live in a world where Joe... Who does this? In all who caps, too. does this? We live in a world where Joe Rogan's podcast has triple the listeners as mine. Dear God. <laughs> so wait Yeah, because you suck. Why should anybody be listening to your stupid podcast? <laughs> and notice that it's lowercase g on God. Right. But every the complaint's all But caps. she's screaming the the complaint. Um, Pathead Lump Fat uh, responded, You have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Must be the same channel as the WNBA. <laughs> so good. So funny. <laughs> Man, she loves herself. Oh, my gosh. She thinks the world of herself, and uh, that's just wonderful that somebody does, you know, because uh, yeah. I don't think there's that many right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she herself, maybe her husband, Yeah. maybe her kids. Uh, but the rest of us, I think, are kind of done with Alyssa Milano. Man, jeez. Self-awareness, please. Wow, you talk about narcissism. Oh, yeah. Wow. No one's listening to my podcast. <laughs> but they are listening to Joe Rogan. Dear God. Amazing. The only, the only thing missing from that tweet is, let that sink in. I'm so sick of that phrase. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that phrase anymore. Let that sink in. Whatever side, whatever side of the issue, even if you're on my side, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm so over. Let that sink in. <laughs> Please stop with it. <laughs> Let that sink in. Also, in an online <clears throat> interview with the Buck Institute earlier this month, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Robert Redfield 
uh, candidly discussed how school closures have affected children and teenagers across the country and how previously existing issues are becoming an even bigger problem for young people. He said, we're seeing, sadly, far greater suicides now than we are deaths from COVID. Wow. The unintended consequences. Yep. We're seeing far greater deaths from drug overdose that are above excess that we had as background than we're seeing the deaths from COVID. So exactly what people warned about, you know, this, you don't want people dying, but keeping them jammed into quarantine. It's not good. It's causing more deaths than the virus. It is an assault. It's a, it's a mental assault as much as it is a physical one at this point. Definitely. And more so, really. Yeah, really unbelievable. And as we warned, children are literally starving to death because of the overreaction that's going on worldwide. Yeah. The lean season is coming for Burkina Faso's children, and this time the long wait for the harvest is bringing a hunger more ferocious than most have ever known. That hunger is already stalking Habusa Lange Bowie, an infant who has lost half her former body weight of five and a half pounds in the last month. With the markets closed because of coronavirus restrictions, <clears throat> her family sold fewer vegetables. Her mother is too malnourished to nurse her. My child, she whispers, choking back tears, uh, as to reveal her baby's protruding ribs... So her ribs are protruding out of her, you know, you can see them through her skin. Because mm. of the lockdown. Because the market's closed. You can't sell, make money, feed her kid. This is what we talked about four yep. or five months ago. Yeah. Gotta I stop. Mean, it's bound to happen. It has to happen when you stay locked down this long. All around the world, the coronavirus and its restrictions are pushing already hungry communities over the edge, cutting off meager farms from markets, and isolating villages from food and medical aid. Virus-linked hunger is leading to the deaths of 10,000 more children a month over the first year of the pandemic. 10,000 a month. Further, more than 550,000 additional kids each month are being struck by what is called wasting. That's malnutrition that manifests in spindly limbs and distended bellies. Oh, my gosh. Up with the lockdowns. Over a year, that's up to 6.7 million people from uh, more than last year's total of 47 million. So, uh, I mean, it just, obviously, this was obvious to many of us. And apparently, it's just inconceivable to the people who think we need to stay locked down for two years. And some some have said it needs to be two years. <laughs> I mean, you look at the NBA itself is talking about how they might have to conduct the entire 2021, uh, 2020-21 <clears throat> season in a bubble. Uh, next, So next they, season, they're, too? They're floating the idea. You had some executive oh say that. Like the entire season. Wow. And then I, I think the follow-up would be, check with us uh, after election day. We might revise that plan. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> unbelievable. I mean, it's just Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Meanwhile, in Austin, there was another uh, shooting of a protester. 
And so it sparked more protests, more riots in Austin. And uh, this happened to be a white guy that was shot this time. Mm. What happened was uh, a man who is a, an active uh, sergeant in the army was surrounded by a group of protesters in his car. And uh, even some of the protesters said this particular protester, the white protester who got shot and killed, was carrying an AK-47, and he lifted it and aimed it at the driver, who then shot him. Okay. Well, he hasn't been charged with a crime yet because he claims it was self-defense, and he's got some corroboration by the people in the mob. So, uh, I don't know what you want to have happen here. Uh, self-defense issue. What do you want? To, what do you want him charged with? It's and it's a white guy. It's a little surprising to me. Yeah. I guess they'll take anything they can. Oh right yeah, now. the radical left just needs an excuse to riot. Any excuse at all, even yeah. a white person right. getting they're, shot. They're kind of on the same level of say a soccer fan. You just need an excuse to riot, and that's what you get. Yep. And it's gotten so bad in places like um, Minneapolis that armed Minneapolis residents are patrolling their own neighborhoods because the city is moving to defund the police. And the, the police are not that excited, I don't think, about protecting residents who don't want them around. I don't, I don't blame them at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so what do you think is going to happen when citizens take it into their own hands? Uh, I think you're you're on the edge of you're right on the precipice of real trouble. Yeah, there. anarchy. In Minneapolis city yeah. government over the weekend uh, issued some guidelines on how you can prevent uh, uh, being hurt or injured or killed um, when when an attempted robbery is happening. They say be prepared to give up your cell phone and your purse and your wallet. Oh yeah, just comply. Do what they say. They say that's a quote. Mm-hmm. Do what they say. Oh okay, yeah, not a problem. Let Boy. me just give them whatever they want. How's that defunding the police movement working out, Minneapolis? Seems like really well, right? Yeah, because now you just Seems like it's going really control well. your own neighborhood. You're really hands-on now. Yeah, perfect. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow.